Welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor, and creator of Conscious Leadership, and property investor living in the UK. Welcome to Proactive Stress Management Part 1. My name is Julie Hogbin. I am Conscious Leadership for Business and Life. And if you'd like to connect with me on any of my social media platforms, please do to ask me any questions you have on any of this or um, contact me via the email connect at clavum.global. So why me and why stress management and why now? Many, 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 many years ago, I worked for a UK wide retailer and part of their learning and development team and noticed there was a major issue within that organisation for people being off sick, not performing particularly well, not meeting their targets. The business at that particular time had just come out of a massive change. And I instigated, created, developed, researched a two day management stress management program that was rolled out across the uh, complete UK. So stress management has been a passion of mine for many years. And being open and being honest with you, as I always am, I have suffered from stress myself, didn't know what it was at the time, completely worked my way through it and recognised that the more we know, the more we are able to manage and control it because we can. It is absolutely our choice. Now, what happens to us when it's imposed change may not be. And we, of course, are in imposed change currently globally. So I just thought anything I can do to help us and help people get through this with more knowledge, which allows different actions and choices to be taken. Um, I'm serving. So proactive stress management part one, there's going to be more clearly because this is part one. I'm going back to my roots and back to what really got me into self-awareness, self-mastery, learning and development in the very first place. So welcome to and this was a book that I originally started to read, which was I'm Too Busy to Be Stressed by Dr. Hilary Jones back in the day. It's not in print anymore. And I'm currently writing a book that's going to be launched on May the 17th. So again, if anybody wants to know anything about that, please ask me. But lots of people say I'm too busy to be stressed. And there's the old adage that if you want something done, give it to a busy person. It doesn't work. It puts too much pressure on them. Now, through many, many years of delivering stress management programs across all sorts of organisations, I will hear people say, I'm too busy. I'm too organised. I'm too sorted. I'm too young. I'm too old to be stressed. And what I would say there is insert the word of your choice. Because in reality, all of us can experience stress and all of us can be negatively affected by it. So what is stress? Stress is our response to the relationship between the demands made upon us, 
pressure and our capacity to handle those demands. So if you think about the figure at the top of this um, slide, you'll see a, a person with their arms out and if you like two scales either side. So put your arms out. Now put some pressure on your right arm so it goes down, a bit like a tightrope walker and your left arm coming up. And that's what happens when the pressure against our capacity to handle the demands goes out of balance. Now we can do things that bring ourselves back into balance. And of course, what we don't want to do is then get the left arm going down and the right arm coming up. We need to be in some form of equilibrium. So stress is a state we experience when the demands that are made upon us cannot be counterbalanced by our ability to deal with them. We are all individuals. We are all different. We have all different experiences. We have um, different knowledge, different support mechanisms, different structures around us. So what are our experiences that help us counterbalance the undue pressure, the additional pressure that's put upon us? Now, we all need pressure. Pressure is good. Pressure is good, but overload of pressure, too much pressure can not always, but can lead to stress. Now, pressure can be positive pressure and negative pressure. So what do I mean by that? Positive pressure could be something that we perceive as a good thing. So going on holiday, getting a promotion, being married. They put as much pressure on us from a positive perspective as negative pressure. So let's go for being made redundant. Um, getting a divorce, having your holiday cancelled, as is what's happening now. So both positive pressure and negative pressure have an effect on us. And what that creates within us is automatic responses. And if we are not careful, those automatic responses, responses end up in a downward spiral, as the picture on the right. So if we have an uncontrolled response to pressure, so the more self-aware we are about us and how we operate, the better off we will be. We go into the automatic fight, flight or freeze response. I'll do more about this in, in another part of this whole thing. As much as we are more intelligent, we have more technology at our hands, we have more access to information, our bodies still function the same as they always have. So you could take us back to Neanderthal days. Our bodies still function the same. I'll do more about that in another part. And in reality, in the 21st century, most of us don't fight and we don't run away. Now, of course, some people do. But in general, massive generalization, which I don't like, we don't fight. We don't run away. We stay in the situation and our body carries on doing what our body does. It leads to increased pressure within us. And remember, the definition is increased pressure where we cannot um, manage that increased pressure and the demands that puts on us. And please remember at the moment, there's a lot happening with people being furloughed at home, schools closed. Um, you know, people um, homeschooling their children. Now, of course, that's not all of us. Not all of us have children at home, but those that do, for those that have got more than one child of a different ages, that's putting a lot of additional pressure on people. 
and it puts our body under strain. It puts our mind under strain as well. So what are our body options? We only have two in reality. When we are under undue pressure, our body becomes aroused. Everything becomes highlighted. Everything becomes functioned to fight or flight. It's a natural reaction. And what we need to be able to do is get back into a relaxed state so our body is not functioning in fight or flight. So how do we do that? Considered responses. My first question to you is we have one life. Are you in charge of it? Now, currently, in reality, we're not in charge of certain parts of our life. What we need to do is recognise our stresses, stresses and triggers. It might be an individual. It might be a thing. It might be um, a tone of voice. It can be anything. It could be a word that triggers us. We need to learn to listen and feel our physical body. And again, I'll do more of this in another part of this whole series. Listen and feel to your body. Your body will tell you when things are wrong. Now, your body will react extremely the more pressure um, and us not listening to it. And this is exactly what happened to me. I'll, I'll share my story in a second edition of this. To, this is just a, a, a starting point for you. Listen to your mind chatter. What is going on in your head? What are, what's your self-talk saying to you? We can only have one thought in our head at, at one time. Is it a positive thought or a negative thought? Is it a worried thought or a what can I do about it type thought? Control that as well, because that will aid you. Um, if you let that mind chatter get into a complete spin, it's not going to help your body and it's not going to help your results. Prioritize what you're doing when and how. So planning really does help. Share the load. We're at home. We are doing things that we wouldn't normally do. Share the load It is not one person's responsibility. If you have the fortune of fortune, if you are, I'll say that again. If you are in the fortunate position of being um, with somebody, share the load. This is not just one person's responsibility. Talk to others. Connect. We're isolated. It's not what we as human beings need or want. So talk to people. Build in me time. Build in the opportunities to relax, to get your body back into the relaxed state. And how do you do that? Exercise. Get rid of the adrenaline that's running around your body. Get rid of the enzymes that are running around your body. I will do more of that. Exercise is key. For even if it's five, ten minutes a day, do some exercise. It really helps your body um, deal with the stresses that are running around it. Eat well. So cut out the sugar. Um, cut out the carbs if you can. Eat well. Lots of fruit, lots of veg. I say fruit, watch the sugars, but lots of veg. Um, eat lightly because we're probably doing less exercise because we are at home. If we are sitting more, we need to eat less in reality because otherwise we're going to expand. And then that will put extra pressures on us when we, you know, when we come out of this and start to go back to whatever the normal will be in the new world. And cut out the false friends as much as you can. Now, false friends are alcohol, cigarettes, sugar and any drugs that you may be taking to make you feel better. Now, why are they called false friends? Because the initial reaction to them is they appear.
appear to have a relaxing process within us. You know, have a glass of wine, it calms you down. Have a cigarette, it calms you down. Put some chocolate into your body, it calms you down. But it's a false friend. That's an initial reaction. They are addictive. So cut those out as much as you can. I'm not saying stop. You know, that can be very difficult. And in times of pressure and stress, sometimes we need those false friends, but cut them down as much as you can. Certainly do not increase them. And the last thing on this is ask for help. Talk to people. We're in this together and we are. I'm certainly here to help you. So please connect with me if you need any information, any more information on this. I can certainly. So proactive stress management part one. My name is Julie Hogbin. Connect with me at connect at clavum.global. Um, please listen to my conscious leadership either podcast and YouTube travel, YouTube travel, YouTube channel. Um, there's lots of information on there. I'm uploading information all the time where I can support you and give you additional information. And clavum is Latin um, for the key. We need to know as much as we can to support ourselves and to help ourselves come through this. So to know is to grow, but we only grow with action. So I'm giving you the information. I'm requesting that you do something with it for you, for your family, for your loved ones, for your business, for whatever it is. But please follow me on my, on, or on my um, YouTube channel, on my podcast. It's on all the normal platforms and connect with me on my Facebook, LinkedIn and wherever you want to. And please, please, please ask me any questions that you would like to ask me. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.